striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello, good afternoon and welcome to The Chaser Report. We've got Alexa and Gabby here and today we're joined by Mark Humphreys. Woo! Hello. Oh, I'm not Mark. Well, thank you. <laughs> what a thrill. Yes, it's uh, me. I'm back. So, Mark, uh, last time uh, you were telling us a fascinating story about your electricity bill and how <laughs> it was actually applied to a, a different house down your street. I can't believe this has actually come back. And I just uh, – can we get an update? Because I'm on tenterhooks here. What has happened to your electricity bill? Did you get it sorted so, out? So just to recap, mm. even though I'm sure that that episode was the most listened to episode <laughs> of the podcast, uh, I discovered that essentially every house in our uh, sort of uh, block, mm. and there's 16 of us, there's 16 different houses, every house in the block has been paying for some other house's <laughs> electricity. What? All the meter numbers were swapped. I believe I used the phrase, uh, what was it? Uh, human centipede <laughs> yes. of, of electricity bill. Mm. And so that was resolved in inverted commas. The, the, they, they worked out what the correct numbers oh, were. Oh, right. They, they did that. I, I thought that would never happen. Like I thought that that no. was... Well, yeah, I mean, they did the easy bit, which was just to basically just confirm what I believed, which was that the numbers were wrong. So they finally sent someone to go, yeah, 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 you were, you were right. And then they sent a general email to everyone, which was very vaguely worded. I'm not sure everyone who got the email would understand exactly what the issue had been. I understood because, of course, I'd sent 32 emails back and forth with these well, people. Well, you, you've got consumed, it basically consumed months of your life. I... I haven't done anything. I mean, I've been quite absent from 7.30 mm. this year, mainly because I've been dealing with this. Mm. These emails. Uh, and and <laughs> I, I did have shingles and a few other health oh, issues, yeah. but it was mainly, I was mainly caught. I think this might have given me the shingles, actually, <laughs> now I think about it. Um, yeah, so they basically sent an email saying, okay, here are your correct meter numbers. Mm. Uh, so then I went, okay, I'm now going to go and sign up to my correct meter number mm-hmm. and then I, I do that and of course the energy company came back and said oh somebody already has this meter number and it's like i know i know i know <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that said i now need you to kick them off that number because they are not supposed to be on this number. i would like to pay uh, their bills <laughs> i would like to pay well i would like to pay the bill that they, i would like to pay my bill that they have been paying for for me as opposed to someone else's bill that I have been paying and so on and so mm, forth. Yeah. So anyway, they reluctantly <laughs> put me onto that number. About three weeks later, I thought, you know, it's funny, I haven't received any email or anything <laughs> confirming my new account. Uh, so I went onto the, uh, uh, you know, the website for the energy company that I won't name, Energy Australia. And, <laughs> nice. uh, and of course, I go on there. And there's no record of the account. So, so at this point, oh. I go, I, I think I've done all I can. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's now- so many times you can try and right the wrong. And if it just keeps going wrong, you just so, just keep doing it. So it's you, fine. Yeah, you now basically have, because you, you've got electricity, you're on the call now. It looks kind of dark over there, though. <laughs> it is a little dark in here. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm basically riding a bicycle at the moment to power this conversation. But oh, other well. than that. But the, the, you now, because you originally wanted to resolve this whole thing because you were worried that it, it could cut out at any moment. Yes. 
Yeah. So I'm still going, and I, you know, so I've I've said I've I've hooked up five life support machines here, <laughs> just uh, <laughs> just to really push it. Wait, yeah. does this mean does this mean this is completely free for you now? Mm. Like you're not paying for any electricity anymore? Yeah. So so then the later so that was so I sent Charles a message a few weeks ago just with the, with the, yeah. with that update. Since then, it's surprisingly we didn't book you on the podcast immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you did ask. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, since then, I have gone back onto the Energy Australia website just to uh, pay a gas bill. <laughs> and uh, in the process, I discovered uh, that they have now set up that account, but the bill has been sent to another neighbour. Oh, uh, so I- I'm waiting for that neighbour to knock on my door with... Hi. Their bill, assuming they can work out, but they won't. They won't I, know because no one goes. Oh, wait a minute, five four three two eight seven three. That's not mine. That's Mark's. <laughs> no, and no one sees the name Mark Humphreys on a bill and goes, "I know who that is." <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Chaser Report. News you can't trust. When we last talked, there was there was word of turning it into a sort of Netflix dramatization. Yeah, called Electricity yeah. Bill. I'm yeah. firm on this that title. Was your bill. I, yeah. Is this is, is, has that progressed at all? Are you? I've moved on to something else, Charles. Oh, because, oh okay. Yeah. Uh, I realised my real strength is in taking beloved British formats uh, and then running them into the mm. ground. And so, what I would <laughs> like to do instead. Is there is a show uh, from the UK uh, called Surprise Surprise, uh, and it ran for I think about twenty years and from the eighties through to the early two thousands in its original incarnation, hosted by the singer Cilla Black. Oh wow! And oh, wow. the basic premise of it is that uh, it's a live sort of variety show where they would have a live studio audience and various people would be plucked out of the audience uh, to receive some incredible surprise of uh, a, a dream of theirs that, you know, a friend or family member had written in to say, you know, my brother has always wanted to, you know, be a backup singer for, you know, someone or other or has always wanted to march with some marching band. Or, but so then it's, some it's of like Make-A-Wish but without dying of cancer. Yeah, basically, basically right. yeah. And, and it's, it's very heartwarming, uplifting television. It's sort of... Is there a cap on the amount that you're allowed to ask for in terms of how much a... Surprise I mean, costs. I don't, I don't think there is because some of these are pretty elaborate. So I posted one on my Twitter um, feed recently at, at Mark Humphreys. I'm sure you're already mm. following if you're listening to this. I know. I, I saw it. I was crying like a baby by the end. It, that yeah. was amazing. It is extraordinary. So that, that one was basically two elderly people who had been matched up on Scylla's other show at the time, Blind Date. So they'd matched up these Scylla's two. Scylla's doing well, well isn't she? She's doing very well. Yeah, We've yeah. got to start matching people up on our show. Yes. Yeah. yeah, no, she was the original Osher Ginsburg. But anyway, <laughs> so she, uh, these two elderly people were, were paired up, sent on a blind date to Bordeaux, um, and then uh, basically fell in love. 
And then they were brought on to surprise, surprise, as a kind of... Uh, they were just sitting in the audience thinking they were going to catch up with Scylla after the show. They, she actually instead brings them down and tells them um, that she uh, has a surprise for them and that someone from Air New Zealand... Uh, Air New Zealand has um, given them tickets to go to... New Zealand, where they've both got sons who are 57, uh, both live in New Zealand, and they're going to fly them over. Then the additional, I don't, maybe I shouldn't even say more than that. I just think, I really do. No, no, tell the story. Tell it, tell it. Yeah. All right. So, so basically, there's a surprise. You've both got sons who are living in New Zealand. You haven't seen them for ages. Um, You're going over there. Now, the woman's daughters are also on the couch with them as well. And one of those daughters was about to get married um, uh, that weekend. And then Scylla says there's an additional surprise. Um, you obviously haven't seen your brother in 36 years, this, this man who's now 57, living in New Zealand. Uh, wouldn't, it be, wouldn't it be wonderful if he could be there for the wedding photo on Saturday? Well, surprise, surprise. He's here, and also he's brought with him the other, the old man's fifty-seven-year-old son as well. And so these—it's just this phenomenal reunion of uh, two families who haven't seen each other. And they—they they go and they hug, but then they're just chatting. But like they sort of forget that there's cameras oh. there. They're just so. <laughs> Amazed, yeah. and it's just so beautiful. What I cut out of the clip, which because uh, <laughs> I always feel it slightly undercuts the moment, is is that after these massive reunions, because I think it's quite awkward to watch people then have those initial conversations. Mm. The solution they had on the show was that Scylla would then leave the stage and break into song. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, so it's always slightly <laughs> jarring. Wait, it's a song uh, about meeting in New Zealand? Tell me it? she sings like, keep smiling. Keep it is shining. a bit like keeps. It is a bit like keeps. It's a song called. Well, sorry. It's a song about surprises. So. Oh, stop it! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she goes off and goes. Life is full, full of surprises. It's surprising how dreams come true. <laughs> yeah. Life is full and goes on like this. I'm glad. You did. <laughs> so in your, in your, I love it. So you're going to bring it out to Australia, are you? I'm I'm going to bring it out into Australia. I'm and, going to sing this. And are you going to sing this? Are you going to do it as a? I think that you have to be a slavishly uh, devoted to the original format. Yeah. So I, I down mm. to the red wig. I think I'll even wear <laughs> Scylla's hair. Um, and uh, I. <laughs> and have you had any bites? Like, is anyone wanting to do? Well. It? I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. I'm, this is my initial pitch. I'm sort of just. Oh, okay, right. I put. I put the. I put the, the tweet out just to kind of see if there was any interest, because mm. I discussed it with um, Clark Richards, um, actor Clark Richards, uh, about whether there'd be any interest in this, and, and I sort of wondered if people would respond. But it's had, I think, almost fifty thousand views now. Mm. Um, you know, it's no Mark Humphrey's, you know, 7.30 video, but um, but it's doing pretty well. And uh, so I, I feel like there might be a market for some, some something a little bit more uplifting and a little less, a little less you know, married at first sight. I want, I want you to do this so bad, Mark. I want you to sing. I want you to sing the songs. Thank I'll you. happily play piano for you. And can uh, we that's wear the thing, little matching a, outfits? There we'll is a live it. band. Yeah, there's a live band here. You never see, but there. Is, is there a risk? Because if the ABC picked it up, they wouldn't have any budget. So no. it'd be like, it'd be like surprise. <laughs> there's surprise. no surprise. Now we know you wanted uh, some toast, but we couldn't afford it. Uh, <laughs> 
to get a toaster, so he's just some bread. And it's a bit soggy and stale. I, I, I know you've always wanted to sing back up for Rod Stewart, but uh, <laughs> yeah. have you met Annabelle Crabb? <laughs> um, <laughs> Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. The Chaser Report. Less news, less often. Now, the funny thing is, is that there was a show in Australia in 2000 called Surprise, Surprise, but it was a practical joke show. I think it was... It was so they, they, took the, they took the title and then kind of ruined it. And sort of, so I think... I, I can't recall exactly, but my, yeah, it does seem to be... So maybe the practical jokes were, now you haven't seen your son in 36 years and you're not going to. Here's Annabelle Crabb. Um, <laughs> See, it would be... You haven't seen your son in 36 years and guess what? He's dead! <laughs> We found out he's detained in an <laughs> offshore prison, unlikely to ever come home. Well, according to the Wikipedia entry, a, a celebrity version was produced in 2007 uh, called Surprise, Surprise, Gotcha! Uh, so <laughs> that's, Are they all, do you reckon they're all owned by this? Like, is it, is it an actual franchise or is just the name not copyrighted? Does Silla just not think about that part? <laughs> Very good question. I'm trying to. There's sadly not enough information about the Australian version of Surprise Surprise uh, on on Wikipedia, which is why you must donate to Wikipedia in their current <laughs> charity drive. Uh, I just gave twenty one dollars. I've done my bit. Have you done yours? So I I know somebody, and we probably shouldn't broadcast this, but go off. Not? I know somebody who works at the Wikimedia Foundation, which Wikimedia, um, and you know what their main problem is is they've got too much money. Oh. <laughs> it's true. That's not what their emails say. I know. Their emails were quite stern with me. Yeah. The, the, the last email was quite disappointed, actually. And that's what tipped me over the edge because I think I've received dozens oh, yeah. of emails since Once my you last. donate to it, you then mm. become like you're a mark. You're a patsy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because J- Jimmy at wikipedia.org sent me an email titled Our Final Email. <gasps> oh, God. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> They don't have the money to send another one. Free knowledge is at stake. (laughs) In 2018, you were among the extremely rare readers in Australia who made a donation to invest in a future where everyone can access fact-based and unbiased free knowledge. On Wikipedia, laying it on pretty thick. I don't know. Actually, understand why it costs anything. It's like you can't actually use it for like, like, like what's the point? Because you can't even cite it in a university paper or anything. Yeah. It's not a reliable source. And also, they got other people to do all their work for free. Like it's just literally they just got to pay to keep the computer on. It'd be like twenty cents a day. Mm. I think it costs a lot to write those emails. Oh yes, yes. It's the Jimmy Wales just the fat checks <laughs> that they got to cut him each month. It's actually paying their salary. Can I uh, just say, talking of charity cases, Mark, are you looking forward to the War on 2022, which starts next week, starring such luminary satirical all-stars as Jenna Owen, Victoria Zerps, James <gasps> Schleffel, and you and me? Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> yes. I am uh, War on 2021 tour, I think, is what you were trying to say. Oh, what did I say? War on 2020. Stuck in the past. Um, yeah. 
Yes. I, I'm and delighted. I'm particularly excited about performing in Newcastle, and it has nothing to do with the underwhelming <laughs> ticket sales in that uh, venue. Well, no, um, no. Can I, can I clarify, though, Mark, which is that when we booked that venue, we, we it was like under COVID, and it was like three hundred seater because it all was the COVID capacity. Yeah, right. And they've it's the city hall, and they've since opened it up. It's now a thousand seats we've got to sell. So we've sold five hundred, but it's still going to look completely empty. How many people are there in Newcastle? <laughs> I think there's only about nine hundred. So, I think, and I think they're all fuckwits as well. <laughs> Like, they're not going to want to see the highbrow humour of the war on twenty twenty one. I think you're going to have to. You're going to have to have a gimmick to sell those five hundred tickets. Just like you know what you should do at the front of the stage. You should just have like a um, what's it called? Like um, a buffet. Yeah. Like you should just offer to feed everyone for a the bu- night. A buffet of Lucy's. Of just uh, what? Like loose cigarettes. <laughs> That's my my memory of, of Newcastle was always just you go up there. What pre federation? Get stabbed. And um, and then at the end of the night, via Lucy from the from the convenience store. Well, that's your excuse. Half your audience got stabbed and they couldn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> by a by a what chance? A Lucy? I don't. A I've Lucy. Never... Look, well, back in the day, if you couldn't afford to buy a whole packet of cigarettes, which no one could, oh. right? They were like, oh, right. as opposed know, to like, now when they're so affordable, they were like four dollars a packet or something. Oh, God. That you would buy for twenty cents, you could buy a single cigarette. I mean, it was illegal to sell them, but all the milk bars would sell Lucy's. <laughs> oh, you? Yeah. Well, You're a Generation X person, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So there was like, no, no, but even where I grew up. On the main street, there were at least three or four milk bars, and they all sold Lucy's. The bar sold them, or the guy who stood there and hit the jukebox? (laughs) No, the milk, but not a a milk bar, like a hamburger joint, like before McDonald's existed. Why is everyone laughing at me? Uh, Mark, I'm, I'm you must at, remember. I'm, you're I'm old. laughing at the Greece reference from the <laughs> sorry, the Happy Days reference from Alexa. But um, the, um, yeah, no. But I think look, like as you say, if we need a gimmick, I mean, I think if we <laughs> promised that someone in the audience uh, would get to meet Annabelle Crab, I think that would be a real <laughs> move for the show. Um, other than that, I think next year's posters should say, you know, get tickets to the sold out show, and then asterisk. Sold out under COVID conditions. <laughs> I think it should be. That'll do yeah. it. But but we we're going everywhere, including Melbourne. The Melbourne um, show has just opened up, and actually mm-hmm. we've basically already almost completely sold out of that. So if you want to go to the Melbourne show, look wow. up War on Twenty Twenty One on Google. Yeah, I'm slightly alarmed economy. that three of the seats for Melbourne show were were assigned to uh, just the, it just says noose. I don't know what that's about, <laughs> but um, I think that's a bit weird. That some that, that, yeah. that's going to be in the audience. Look, he's had a rough week. He's to feel special, treated to a show. It's our it's our final show. Jesus Christ! And then also, actually, we've still got some tickets for sale in Canberra. We've got we've got a really big venue there as well. Oh right, mm-hmm. yeah, all twenty five seats. Canberra Theatre Centre. Um, so and also, I should say, if you are in uh, Perth, Hobart, mm, Brisbane, Adelaide. Yes. Please stop Dumb. writing to us about shows. We can't come to you. <laughs> yes. There's been a pandemic. Stop writing to us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I did. I we would come if we could. Somebody, okay. I don't actually remember who it was, but there's another Australian comedian and they announced like, you know, a Melbourne, Canberra, Newcastle sort of tour as well. Don't know who that is. Maybe they're coming for your butts. But other than that, somebody in the comments was like, please come to Perth. And I think they wrote back something like, when they will let me in, <laughs> I will do a show. 
Yeah. Thing is, people just forget we're not allowed. Especially it's rural one, of the, one of the side effects of the vaccine is amnesia. Just like, you just completely forget that there was a pandemic in the first place that, that you needed a, a vaccine for. Mm. But I think people in Perth probably don't know there's a there's a pandemic. <laughs> on, they? they are three hours behind. I don't know. Maybe the maybe the pandemic hasn't reached Perth yet. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, so please please stop writing. To us. <laughs> <laughs> so other than that, I'm very excited about this tour because uh, uh, I don't know what's going to be in it. We're going to do go to rehearsals on Monday and find out. So ch- chaser.com.au slash live if you want to um, get tickets to the show. And, Gabby, you've got a show as well. Oh, thanks. Yeah, pity plug. I love it. Um, yeah, I have a show as well. I'm, I'm going <laughs> – I guess I'll talk about it. It makes no fucking yeah, sense. Yeah, We're interviewing Mark. He set you up for it, Gabby. <laughs> yeah, I know. Run um, with I, it. I have a show coming up in December in Sydney from the 16th to the 18th. I'm debuting my comedy show, musical comedy. You know, everyone's favourite completely non-polarising form of – Comedy. And is that the show that you're then taking to the Adelaide Fringe? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. so I'm taking so It's called I Hope My Keyboard Doesn't Break, and I actually genuinely hope it doesn't because it has been not doing well <laughs> these last couple of gigs. It's like a collected dust over the last four months. And the whole and now show it just wants to buzz the whole time. is you on your keyboard. Yeah. So it would be a bit of a disaster. If, if it, it broke, yeah. Yes. I feel like I've Macbethed myself with the title of the show, unfortunately. But, yeah, so I'm taking it to Sydney, Adelaide, and Melbourne. Well, hopefully Mark... Uh, can get his show up in time to surprise you with a new keyboard. Or oh, Annabelle oh. Crab. <laughs> oh, Annabelle like, uh, that's an interesting thought if it's actually just a sort of um, <laughs> rorted scheme to just <laughs> get things for my friends. <laughs> <laughs> we just, get, just get maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe just get one of the political parties to... to uh, to put the show up and it's yeah. just like we've got you a car a party just just get <laughs> exactly just yeah. or if you were like a terrible yeah. friend you could just use it as an opportunity to give your friends back stuff that you borrowed from years ago <laughs> it's the scarf i took from your housewarming four years ago bet you didn't think you were ever gonna get that back <laughs> surprise planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Chaser Report, now with extra whispers. Okay, Mark, well, uh, lovely to have you on. And look... It is, isn't it? I I think... Um, <laughs> let me know... Uh, no. <laughs> well, no, no, we'll have you back in a few weeks uh, when you found out more about your electricity. Charles, bill. you are <laughs> saying this outro with the fucking velocity of a bad job interview. Okay. And we'll let you... No, um, you have a good rest yeah, we've of your got, week. We've got all your details. Yeah. <laughs> that was a really great go, I'm assuming, wasn't it? I'm assuming we're cutting all this and, and the outro will be Depends way Depends who you get earlier. to edit. Yeah. Yeah. 
the I can already hear Scylla walking off the stage and breaking into song just so we she doesn't have to hear the the awkward conversation. Surprises. That all right, Gabby? I'm I'm commissioning you to write a new theme song oh. for surprise, surprise. Fuck yeah! I'll just well, put like a gunshot in the middle of it. It's a real surprise. So that was uh, Mark Humphreys. Uh, you can catch his stuff on his. Uh, Twitter feed, which is at Mark Humphreys, and he does uh, one two-minute sketch every two weeks. So he's a, he's a prolific. I mean, if, uh, if that, I mean, I just, like I say, I've been very ill. It's probably yeah. about one a month this year. But next year, my gosh, once a fortnight, I'm going to be really <laughs> ramping it up. <laughs>